just take he, seven he, thrusts he, he, from he a posted something with a, like his big Kong um fucking what are those those bells? <laughs> the, dead, the kettlebell. The kettlebell. Yeah. And he posted something and he was like, hey, back in the swing of things. Oh! <laughs> Oh, Congo Jones? It's eight. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan would be like, come to my party, be like, leave your brims at the door. <laughs> you gotta take your brim of your hat. You got scissors. Like, what do you expect me to do? He looks like Grimace had a baby with fucking Jabba the Hutt. Hey, yo, it's Out the Wazoo, episode 122, certified lover boy drop. Lil Nas X is pregnant. It's a crazy world out there, brother. Donda dropped. Donda dropped. Joe Little Rogan Sims got coronavirus. Dropped. It's been a hot, hot week in hell, brother. And it's episode 122. It's Out the Wazoo. It's your favorite hip-hop podcast. It's your boy Jake, the Birdman here, sitting with my number one co-host, Shot Zoo, baby. It's Ryan mm-hmm. on the right, and we are mm-hmm. without Bobby Buncheeks tonight. Bobby Buncheeks is he out. got drafted, and not with the raft draft. <laughs> he He's got, in he went Memphis, Atlanta, Afghanistan, popping off with Peter Popoff. My man, we put him in the trenches. So his record's four, right? Four in a row. That's four in a row. Good. I mean. <laughs> He lost, he lost his kill streak, but uh, he'll be back. He'll be back, so. and we'll be here waiting for him when he's ready. That's right. Before we get into the episode, I figured let's just let's just get like business out of the way. Mm. Put out it out the wazoo. The Follow us on Instagram, bro. Right. Instagram.com slash wazoo podcast. We got everything you want. We do quality memes, quality posts. So we'd love it if you follow us and subscribe and comment on our posts. Follow us on on Anchor. Anchor.fm slash Wazoo Podcast. You can mm. leave us a voice message and all that happy shit. You can leave us a tip. Like and review the show, baby. Like we we want people to interact with this bitch. Leave right. us a voice message. Call us names, bro. We yeah. can edit the podcast. Say Fuck what you want to say. Yeah. We'll make it work. You know, we're we're all about having a good time here at the Wazoo Studio, mm-hmm. at the Wazudio. And we're trying mm. to make it a Waz universe, you know? Right. So hit us up on the social meets. Um and yeah, baby. So yeah, Lil Nas X is pregnant. Bro, with who? His own baby. Oh my God. Montero. Montero. Have you seen this shit? Mm-mm-mm. I've seen it. You've seen this man with a full-on pregnant belly. Right. Nine and then, months. And then everybody is like, no wonder you guys believe uh, Lil, Lil Nas X on like climate change. And he's like trying to... Somebody really thought he was being serious about him pretending to be pregnant. Of course they did. And There's they always were like, somebody. And they were like, yeah, this is the same guy you get your information about climate change from, too, huh? It's like, uh, went right over your head, Oh, bro. the fake stomach that's has like, nothing to do that's with like the, the clouds. Right, that's like, I think it was from the right camp meme, you know? Like, the conservatives are always trying to, like, meme shit, and they just, they end up either proving our own point, or they just look stupid because they didn't get the joke. Right. They're like liberal snowflakes think he's really pregnant. Right. When really, we just want to outlaw abortion. This new, this new generation, 
we don't understand it with all these pansexuals <laughs> and these fucking pot suckers. They and- have the dumbest memes too sometimes when they're like, the only thing I need in the morning is my girl, my truck, and my gun. Right. I sent a picture. I saw a bumper sticker that said LGBT. And then above each letter, it had a little icon. And mm-hmm. above L was the Statue of Liberty. Right. Liberty. Beer. <laughs> guns. And Al. And Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful. Right. Should have said Taliban. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, dude. People, the conservatives. I think what I told hell, you, you know? this when I was not the uh, conservatives, but some dickheads. The the extremists, extremists, um, the dummies. The the one the one time I went down to Bethany with you guys for the beach, uh-huh. I saw a guy at Fox Den's Pizza. Yeah, and he had a of, of course it's it's just it's it's common courtesy for a Republican to have a big fucking truck. Okay, just imagine just a big fucking Southern truck. Southern hospitality. And and he's got a Biden sticker on the back. And you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. But when you actually look at it, it said Biden likes kids. <laughs> like underneath. In smaller text? In smaller text. Put uh, that text bigger. You right. know, like don't be a bitch about it. Right, 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 right. If you think Biden fucks kids, say it loud. Right. It's not a joke. Right. He's fucking kids. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a vaccine and, you know, I follow after my president hand and foot, you know, <laughs> foot and mouth. And fucking, I, I, I actually witnessed him come out of the pizza shop. And as soon as he did, he was with his one friend, like, and they were walking to the car and his buddy was like, hey, isn't that beautiful? And it's like his fucking right hand man's like, yeah, brother, it's, it's fucking sweet, brother. It's crazy. Let's get back. Let's, Our let's wives are probably up. waking up. Let's turn up and fuck each other and then go home to our eyes and, and shoot them and beat them to death. <laughs> Hang on. She might be waking up. I only knocked her out for about an hour. And, Pretty crazy. Uh, but I'm just like, I'm just, why? You know? Like, why? You just... Well, you're talking that... about... You're not talking about politics. You're talking about dummies on the internet. I know. Dummies. Like, but that's real, in real life. thick dummies. Like, it's it's crazy now that we've, we've always known there's dummies on the internet. But now you're starting to see them out in the wild. And they got traction. Like the internet glorifies these dumb dums, you know, these fucking, you know, propeller hat wearing motherfuckers. Tinfoil <laughs> Jamba juice drinking motherfuckers. <laughs> these fucking cinnamon stick drinking. Black rifle coffee having motherfuckers. Oh my God. You know what's crazy? Truck nut having. Right. <laughs> These dudes are always got a wrench in their back pocket looking motherfuckers in the wild before they got the sunglasses from the gas station. They're yeah. like, I don't spend too much money on amenities. Right. And their trucks lifted and they got like rivets <laughs> in it and shit and a custom and Ford they, and they logo. Got a dead bitch where the fucking exhaust is supposed to be. Always dude. And they got that, that I like thick bitches sticker right. on the back. No, they always, they have that, uh, the female stripper that's got like right. tits and ass, but she's on it. fat though. Now that's actually probably somebody who's funny. You think so? These dum dums aren't funny. They they do the one like literally. They always got the one of the little boy peeing on the thing, dude. The little what, boy Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. It was Calvin for a while, but then they they changed it and they put like a little hat on him and he was pissing on like Obama's head. Uh, pissing on like the twin towers and shit. Right. right. You what's, know what's that about? What's crazy? The the. The craziest thing to me was... And now uh, they're pissing on little Nas X's pregnant belly. Come on. You know, just leave the man alone. Let him just, be pregnant. Let him, let him be pregnant with his album. Let him come to term. And... Uh, give birth. The thing that always I thought was just so funny was that 
there's a lot of um, Trump supporters that, you know, the, the most iconic thing was the red hat, right? Yeah. Make America great again. Great symbol. And uh, one person I know who's close to my family is a Trump supporter, yeah. as many of you know. Yeah. And uh, he bought a red Cabela's hat. He also has a Trump hat, but he bought a red Cabela's hat. And Cabela's is in, like, you know, the white text. And he never wears his Trump hat. Let me guess. It says, make fishing great again? I don't know. It make just, hunting no, great again? It just again. says Cabela's. But when you look at it from the back, you're like, oh, fuck, he's wearing his Trump hat. It's one of them. Right? He, he wears it when he's, like, picking the tomatoes out in the garden and shit. Of course. Shit. But he never wears that trump hat out in public and i've never seen him wear it personally like mm-hmm. in the house either but man i'm just like <laughs> wait we still like, don't know who this guy is just we don't we don't we nobody knows who this guy is he's just was. living in my house he is living in your house though but it's funny because he's more secure wearing the cabela's hat but still triggering people yeah uh, you know some people just want to see the world burn it's like what what are you doing, bro? Did you hear about Joe Rogan? He got COVID. He got he's, COVID. And he's taking horse dewormers. I think he's taking horse dick. No, in the background. Bad joke. But he's taking too much medicine. <laughs> he might be taking horse dick, though. He's taking too much that medicine. That is not out of the picture. He's Yeah. Maybe it's part of his workout routine to just take Did, seven he, thrusts he, he, from he a He posted stallion. something with a, like, his big Kong... Um, fucking what are those those bells <laughs> the, the kettlebell the kettlebell yeah and he posted something and he was like back in the swing of things oh i said what bro <laughs> come on you're not supposed to be this corny motherfucker all right fuck he's a professional comedian he said back, back in the swing of things I lost my shit. What a douche. I know. Like got COVID. But got now, sick. but now this is the thing. He got rid I mean, I guess he got rid of COVID within like a couple days. Yeah, he and did. And now he's going to be like, hey, "Yeah, it was only a couple days. It was it was one day was like the worst day of my life. Now I feel great. I feel great." His comments on Instagram were so divided. Like there was I looked through to see. Yeah. Because I wanted somebody, I, as soon as I watched it, and he, it was almost like Twilight Zone, how he was like, so I knew, I knew what the fuck I had, I had Corona, so I immediately threw the kitchen sink at it, that's what he said. We did all sorts of different things, took a Z-Pack, multivitamin drip, ivermectin, uh, fucking monoclonal antibodies, shit you've never heard before, talking about all these treatments that he took, and... Uh, and it, it was just like, are you serious? And then, and then right after, he's like, only really one bad day. You know, every mm-hmm. other day after that was pretty good. I knew the comments were going to be weird, but a couple of the comments were crazy, like for him. And they right. were just mocking the liberal snowflakes. Like, right. people going to be mad about this one, bro. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, you're, you know, welcome to the immunity clan, brother. The right. natural immunity clan. Right. That kind of shit. And I think those people who comment that shit are just attention whores right little bitches they mm-hmm. just want hearts right on their posts right they want people to double tap their fucking face grown men they want to feel like they're leading a sort of group and like on they're the internet they're in charge of something i would love you know what i would love 
if they met their following. Because right. imagine if like Joe Rogan went out to like a field and right. invited all of his people who listened. Right. How many would just be fat, greasy degenerates who just fucking throat him, dude? They right. just want Rogan to win president. They right. think he's like better than Elon Musk. Right. And they're all out there in like fedoras and shit <laughs> and fanny packs with oh, basketball shorts. No, they all they all are wearing fucking um they're all wearing like Joe Rogan uh, cosplay. Like they're all bald. They all got <laughs> like headphones on their video. head. They're all fucking sweating, holding two fucking kettlebells. Two kettlebells. <laughs> hey, Joe, back in and, the swing of things. Back in the swing of things. You know, one motherfucker is going to show up with an elk and be like, Joe, you got to eat this right in front of me. Got to eat this jerky, bro. What is, what's with that? All that fucking elk he posts. Again, he's like, he's again, like, it's I inflammatory. Elk, like a lot of that shit is inflammatory, so they like to post it because it gets a reaction. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just yeah. attention. Yes, they like to eat elk, but also they fucking way overpost that shit. Like yeah. hashtag I eat elk. Right. Like you're trying to get people to annoy, like get annoyed. Right. But then I would scroll down in, in Joe Rogan's comments until I found comments that were like, "Wow, can't believe the multi hundred millionaire was able to take medicine intervention." And be fine after a day. And right. it you know, it have like seven likes. Mm-hmm. And then it was like people saying some real shit about just, oh, you can't believe someone who was like completely healthy and right. in incredible shape and takes all the care of themselves in the world was okay in one day. Right. And is now preaching that like COVID is a one day ordeal. Right. I don't know. I just thought it was fucking goofy. I think it is too much time on it. Joe Rogan's a fucking hack. Like I didn't like, the, I used to listen to him and shit. Right. I still do every once in a while, but, but I listen I, to it for the guests. I listen for for the guests too. Like yeah. he's funny in a, in a sense. Like some of his stand up is funny, but on his podcast, it's a different kind of comedy. Yeah, and I actually don't think it's comedy at all. It's more like documentary. You know what I mean? Like it's it, he's learning about other people. But the thing with him is that I feel like he's constantly changing from one view to another, which is okay. When you're exposed to that that much information, it makes sense that you would change your opinion a lot. But because all it would take is one real smart motherfucker. He's he goes to like when 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 Trump was first running compared to like Hillary. Yeah. And then when Biden was running against Trump, oh my god! I mean, he was all the difference is, is stark. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole. He's got a whole weird sphere like around him that I used to like his shit a lot because I liked that idea of being inquisitive and learning about a bunch of different things. And right. he would have like geologists on and I was like, right. I'm a geologist. So I would listen to those episodes and be like, wrong. I like wrong. Wrong. Yay. And I would love those episodes. And right. I listened to the, like all the different people it was really cool. All the different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And I used to get a lot of like opinions from that for on like major issues. Cause right. I'd hear these people talking to be like, that does make sense. And then I'd hear the other side of the story and that makes sense. I'd just formulate opinions based on his podcast. Mm -hmm. It's gotten to a point though where shit is so polarized. Like you can't really listen to it without being not radical, but man, it just really, this whole COVID political thing has really turned that podcast into sort of like a dangerous tool where a lot of people who were really devoted to it before never took a second to like think about whether or not the things they get on that podcast were the truth right. or whether there were other sides of the story. Yeah. Anyway, team fucking fuck Joe Rogan, you know? Team Montero, fuck Lil Nas X, literally. 
So, uh, let's talk a little bit about streaming success for rappers. Okay. Like in 2021, let's mm-hmm. talk about, I want to tell you, I have these, I like, think it's better stats. No, I have some stats for you that might blow your mind. Okay. Okay. So right now this yeah. is reported by Spotify and Apple music and the people who, all the streaming platforms, the only rappers with 3 billion streams in 2021 are Drake, okay. Juice World, and NBA Youngboy. What? Okay, okay. So, Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Juice World. Okay. Okay. NBA Youngboy. Who is that? I almost want to say it a third time. Like, NBA Youngboy. This is what I said to you the other day. There was a video of his music playing in the background while somebody beat the shit out of the ocean. Do you remember me sending that yeah, video? And yeah. I said, I said, maybe we, it was so lit and angry. Right. And I said, maybe we should be young boy fans because it was like the music sounded eh, okay. Mm-hmm. But just, I had this like brief like glimpse into the world where NBA young boy is really popular. And I was like, huh? I didn't mm-hmm. even know people listen to NBA young, right. NBA young boy. I thought right. he was like, 42 dog or less. Mm. 3 billion streams, bro. That's a, is it because he makes TikTok songs? He's been in prison for 2021. Wow. Almost the entire year he's been in prison. For what? I don't know. Mm. Guns, take your pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Drugs, he's got a, guns, a plethora of fucking charges. He's not him. like the greatest guy. Right. He's had his issues, but he's been in prison and he's racked up 30, sorry, 3 billion streams in 2021. Couldn't he just make his own bail or is there no bail? He ain't paying him. He put it into a bank account. He didn't get to touch that. I mean, his team, but there's probably no bail. He probably did some bad shit. Dude, imagine making 30 billion because Alex went to jail, but he can't touch it. So it goes to us. Wow. Would we just split the 15 bill? I'd upgrade the microphones on the podcast <laughs> first and foremost the mic stands and uh what would i get next probably like a smoothie like if, a nice if, drink if maker. alex didn't have bail and they did not announce how long he was gonna be in if jail, alex went to jail what would it be for let's start there putting gorilla glue where it's not supposed to be put <laughs> it'd be a bank heist and they'd be like the only clue at the scene of the was crime a drop was of this gorilla glue <laughs> drop of gorilla glue the Gorilla Goo uh, Gangler. The Gorilla Glue Gobbler. Gorilla Glue Glucker. No, I like Gobbler. The small dot of Gorilla Glue would just have one of his hairs sticking out yeah. of it because he accidentally, he was putting it on himself right, to right. stick the money to himself in the bank vault. Right. And then he ran out and then just a little bit got left behind. And then if he got put on bail, no, he put it in jail for no bail. What was your question going to be? Like, what would would you sh- would you give him his rightful share? Like, say Alex got in trouble, okay, but he did some crazy shit and he somehow made thirty billion dollars. Let me stop you right there. But the money goes to right out now? the wazoo, right? Say then he goes to jail, no bail, no no time of when he's going to get out. Are we? Just gonna say fuck that third guy, <laughs> or or do we do we send him a, a a ten billion share? Let me just tell you, when I pick him up from jail, because that's I mean that's I'm five gonna billion. be rocking a mink at the roller <laughs> rink in the middle of the summer. Right, right, right. I'm pulling up in a 
gold-plated Cadillac. Now, are you going to throw him a mink? I'll give him like a fur coat, like right. maybe a faux fur right. coat. Like maybe okay. like a, not a chinchilla, no way. No, no, no. Billy goat? Not even that, bro. I'm talking like... Gorilla coat? <laughs> gorilla glue coat, bro. I'll give him a gorilla coat and um, I'll let him sit in the back seat of my gold Cadillac. Right. Maybe it'll be a gold Rolls Royce. I don't know. I'll probably use the 15 build of diamond studded out. <laughs> Let me tell you though, he's just, not. Could you imagine if you spent thirty billion just one thing? <laughs> <laughs> like the car is a piece of shit, but the tires are made of diamonds. <laughs> Bro, I'm rolling on diamonds right now, and these diamonds got diamonds on them. So, dude, speaking of diamonds, did you hear Lil Uzi Vert his story about why he doesn't wear that diamond in his forehead anymore? What? He put the shit in there. Now he takes it out. He said he jumped into a crowd with it in his forehead and somebody fucking snatched it out of his face. No shit. Yeah. I, I think he got it back, but he says it's worth $24 million. A diamond like the, as the size of this I bottle seen cap. It. It's, it's pink. Not, it's not that big. But, but 24 mil? Doesn't that seem really I mean, excessive? If it was a diamond that size and it was maybe pink, yeah. 24 mil doesn't sound too crazy. But... Too, cr- too crazy... I'm listen, bro. It's probably like an authentic mine d- diamond from like <laughs> Wakanda. Wakanda, bro. That yeah. shit probably had some powers to it. I don't know. Yeah, dude. He jumped in a crowd and some. But that was the was that the same video everybody boy. was commenting on? Mm. And they were like, "Yo, this is fu-. like everybody was commenting like fire." And it was Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> like he was dancing at his concert. It wasn't no. of him no, having I don't think his so. shit taken out. This was like a, a video that got posted of him walking out of a show and them asking him, hey, brother, what happened to your diamond on your forehead? And he said, I jumped into a crowd and somebody snatched it off my forehead. Right. He still has the setting like in his forehead though. So like he must have like taken the diamond. I mean, imagine, what do you do? I mean, dude, really, if a $24 million diamond gets stolen out of your head. Right. In the crowd, the crowd's getting locked down. Like, I'm not letting anybody yeah, leave. Right. And you're getting searched, and some of you might die. Right. But that dime is going to pay for your funeral. Right. I'm not letting anybody leave. Yeah. What would you do? If someone took a diamond out of my head? Yeah. Bro, I would just buy another diamond. For real? You think you just cop another 24 mil diamond? I'll cop another. T- hey, I got... $15 billion. I mean... Oh, this is in that world? This is in that universe? I mean, it's not going to be in this fucking world. I'm I'm not copping $24 million right now. That's true. You know? Not right not now. Not yet. But I'm saying... In I, would, I would just buy another. When it happens. That's eh, fair enough. All right, I got another staff for you. All right. All right, so... Well, most hot 100 on. songs in 2021. Most hot 100 songs Can in I 2021. Guess what the number one hottest song... Is I mean most in the Hot 100, most songs that have peaked into the top 100 uh, in the United States. And let me tell you, the number is 35 Hot 100 songs. Who's the artist? Little Dirk. Is Little Dirk? Little Dirk. Is it Little Dirk? Little Dirk has the most Hot 100 songs in 2021. Wow! It is the year of the Schmirt, dude. The year of Schmert. Schmert? Jump on the Schmert train, bro, because it's, it's taken off like, to Chicago. Is that like his alias? To Chirac. Yeah, it goes by Dirt, Dirkio, or Schmert, Schmertio. 
<laughs> I mean, I can't. You knock love it. names, though. I do, and that's funny. But like, why are you gonna have like four or five aliases? You know. I do wonder, Smirkio. I do wonder, but you know, Schmirk. It sounds good in a song when he's like Schmirk. Like, okay, it makes sense because Denzel. You know, he he's rapper Denzel, right? And uh-huh. he also has Zeltron, uh-huh. right? And he uh-huh. also has. Jizz boss, okay, but he, he but he emphasizes on why those are things, right? Make her drink the cum sauce exactly. is why the jizz exactly. boss. Um, Travis, La La Flame. La Flame, right? Right, that's one. But he also has like Owl Pharaoh. No, when was the last time you heard him call him? I mean, Cactus Not since Jack. Flame. Cactus Jack. Okay, but but you see, he's emphasizing why that is. You know right. what I mean? Like. Lil Drake. Wa- like Lil Wayne's verse off of this new Certified Lover Boy album. Yeah. He says at the very last end of the bar, he says, Toonchi. Right. Lil Wayne has gone but through But he emphasizes weird... why his name's like Toonchi. But he never really explained why it's he didn't. He didn't explain why, but like in the songs, you know, like uh, fucking that one song. Um, one banana. Six foot, seven foot. Yeah, six foot, seven foot. Bro, you need me, bro. I know, I know. He um, he calls himself Lil Tunchi, you know, and I guess it's because he's like, he's no longer a part of what the Birdman gave him. Like, he used to be Birdman Jr., right? Right. He doesn't go by that anymore. And, Lil, that and, and Lil Wayne was, I think, the like official name that Birdman gave him. Yeah. So no, I guess... he was Lil Wayne from the beginning. He called himself Lil Wayne. He? His name is Dwayne Carter. Right, oh, and he goes okay. by Little Wayne. Well, maybe, but then he turned maybe into Birdman Jr. Maybe that was Jr. just like Tunchi was like his own next generation Kinda. type of rap. I don't know. It did. It happened all the way back then. What, what was Drake? Drake's always been Drake. Drake was Aubrey. No, He's, he never called Drizzy. Drake. Okay, Drizzy. Yeah, Drizzy Drake, Drake, and now certified boy lover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you could go through nicknames for any rap artist. <laughs> Kanye, Yay, Yeezy, Yeezus. The man has progressed. Yeah. Um, let's get into this fucking rap league, bro. Let's okay. get into this Wazoo rap league. All right. Should we put let's on get the, back to the put team. on the drap song? We can put on the drap song. That rap drap song? Please hold. Let's fucking go. Hit that rap drap. It's time for a touchdown, baby. This is the 2021 Wazoo Rap Not three pumps, not four pumps, but five pumps on the field. We got the first five rounds of the Wazoo Rap League. We don't have Alex here, Bobby Bunchie, so his team is going to be represented from afar, baby. Mm-hmm. We got his numbers down, and we're going to go through the first five rounds of putting our rap teams against each other. Now, as a refresher, let's go over whose teams is what. Ryan, read who's on your team for me. I got J.I.D. I got Deontay Hitchcock. I got Westside Gun, Travis Scott, Rakim, Rome Streets, Ruby the Motherfucking Cherry, IDK. I got Wow Great and Wale. And I have... Boldy James, Lil Wayne, J. Cole, Jay-Z, 
Eminem, Freddie Gibbs, Benny the Butcher, Kenny Mason, Nas, and 42 Doug, baby. And Alex has got D Smoke, ASAP Rocky, Kanye, Drake, Conway the Machine, Joey Badass, Isaiah Rashad, Denzel Curry, Risen, and Kung Fu Kenny. That means so these are some good ass teams, and I'm like thinking about it now, and I'm realizing they're pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty pretty well matched. Yeah. Um, the first five rounds of the uh, competition are gonna go like this. Each winner of each round is gonna get 500 points to their team. Second place is gonna get 250 points. Third place is gonna get 100 points. All right, so let's just run through these things. Let's let's mm-hmm. start the competition about who's got the best team. Okay. Round number one. Most number one albums. Yeah. The most number one albums on the Billboard 200. So, I'm going to count mine. So, what you got? I got one for J.I.D. and Deontay because they were both on the Dreamville's Revenge of the Dreamers album. And that hit number one. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to count that as two because those are two different artists. Okay. I'll let it slide. West Side Gun does not have any. Okay. Travis Scott has two. Birds and Astroworld. Okay. Both went number one. So that's four total. Rakim, no. Rome Streets, no. Ruby the Cherry, unfortunately, no. <laughs> IDK, no. Wow, great was also on Revenge of the Dreamers. <laughs> I'm going to count that as a fifth that one. That album came up right? all of your number ones. And, uh, and Wale has one Was album. also on Revenge of the Dreamers. <laughs> he was. But I'm not going to count that one, and I'm going to count his other album that actually did make it to number one, and it was Ambition. Okay. So that's six total. So six total for Team Ryan. Yeah. Let's go to Team Alex. Okay. Kendrick Lamar had three number ones. Okay. ASAP Rocky, two number ones. Okay. Denzel, no number ones. Mm. Conway the Machine, no number ones. Isaiah the Rashad, no number ones. Joey Badass, no number ones. Powerhouse, Drake, nine number one albums. So what is that, 14? Right now he's at 14. Mm. D Smoke, no number one albums. Kanye West. 10 number one uh, albums. 24. 24. The RZA, unfortunately, the Ghostface Killer <laughs> and RZA and the whole Wu-Tang Clan were around before the Billboard started counting Hot right. 200 albums. So Wu-Tang Clan has no number one albums. That's 24 number ones for Alex's team. Now let's do my team. Okay. Boldy James. All right. No number one albums. <laughs> what about 42 Doug? Lil Wayne, five number one albums. Oh my goodness. J. Cole, six number one albums. Okay. Jay-Z, 14 number one 14. albums. 14. I only I thought I saw 13. Eminem, mm. 10 number one albums. Freddie Gibbs, no number one albums. <laughs> Benny the Butcher, no number one albums. Kenny Mason, no number one albums. 42 Doug, 40 no. <laughs> Zero <laughs> number one albums. 
Nas six number one albums oh for God. a total of 41 number one albums. Jesus this team is a powerhouse. This team is a lasagna stacked <laughs> with Damn. cheddar. Now, this is the crazy part, was that before we made these rules, this motherfucking Jake, right, he said for every number one album, you get 100 points. So that would have been, what, 4,200 points? 4,100 4, points. 4,100 points. You should just add another 100 in there hey, bro, it's because you is. got 42 dug on there, okay? <laughs> it's what it is. It would have no. been... You changed it right. One hundred. You changed. I changed it because I looked this shit up. I didn't know Jay Z has fourteen. I didn't know. I swear to God, I didn't know. You got you got Eminem, Lil Wayne. I knew that. I knew it was gonna be a lot. I knew I was gonna win, but I didn't know I was gonna have forty-one number one. Infinity Gauntlet, bro. The Infinity Gauntlet of number one albums. Oh my God. So, but you checked me. Yeah. And we brought the playing field down. I win. I that still round. came in last. My but team Jake got 500 points. Yeah. Team Alex got 250. Mm-hmm. Can you keep track of this on your phone? Yeah. Team Ryan got 100. All right, that's round one. Round two, something that's a little bit more even playing field. Okay, we got the fattest team in the game. Mm. Whose team weighs the most? I'll go first. My team, without going into everybody, weighs a total. Of 1,630 pounds. Okay, okay. That's pretty fat. Now, what's Alex's way? Alex's team. He's got weighs. Drake, which is like 197, and I'm kind of scared Dude, of this. Drake kind of big, right? He's thick. His team weighs 1,661 pounds. Wow. Now, my team, on the other hand, Uh-oh. weighs a total of 1,728 oh, no. pounds, bro. You forgot that I got Westside motherfucking gun <laughs> on here. He's a big boy. Who comes in at 210. He's a big boy. Comes in at 210. I had Jid, who weighs... Like um, 90 pounds. 163. Deontay, 170. And That's, he's like 5'6", bro. I hardly believe yeah. that. He's thick, bro. Westside gun, 210. Travis... Uh, 165. Bro, I had Little Wayne weighs 135 pounds. What? Kenny Mason, 135 Dude, he pounds. Does not weigh 135. I know it seemed low, but I looked everywhere, and they had to estimate based on his weight. Rakim is 190 as well, so he was he's a thick boy. If I had to guess, these guys would weigh more, but um, like Jay Z, it said weighed 190. Yeah. That motherfucker gotta be 220. I at had least. so Rome Streets. Um, wow, great, and Wale all the way over 180. And I, that's that's what got me to all the right. top. So basically, you win that one. You get 500 okay. points. Yeah, so now yeah. Now I'm yeah. at 600. Alex, we got Alex got 250 on that one, okay, and I so got now 100. He's at 500. So now, okay, all right, we we got a game here, boys. It's it's close calls. Right round now. three, round three for Ooh. the rap uh, Wazoo Rap League. Uh, teams with the most most diverse team. Mm. Teams from the most different cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ryan, how many different cities is your team from? A lot of them are from Atlanta. A lot of Atlanta's. <laughs> so I got Atlanta, one. I have uh, Buffalo, New York, two. Houston, Say Texas. who's from where. Okay, so Jid and Deontay Hitchcock and Wow Great are all from Atlanta, Georgia. So that's You wanted to me. say Atlanta, Afghanistan so I did want to say Atlanta, Afghanistan. But um, so that's only one. Westside Gun is from Buffalo, New York, so that's two. Travis is from Houston, Texas, H Town, baby. We got Rakim, who is from Wyan Ranch, New York. Okay, so weird. 
four. Got it. Uh, uh, Rome Streets is from um, England. Oh no, he went to. He or, is no, from he, England. No, you're right. He's from New York, but he went to school in England. So he's from so New I'm, York. So I'm just gonna. Well, he grew up in England. No, it's, it's birth cities. Okay, well, birth it's New cities. York, and um, so that's a duplicate. So you're at five. Okay. So Ruby is from New Orleans. At six. Six. Um, IDK is from London, England. Is he? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Wow, great. No. Wale. Washington, D.C. You got eight. Eight. I well, had... Hold on, hold on, though, because Rome Streets, is he from New York? Then he, he could be from a different city. So let me look this up real quick. He's from New York City, dude. He grew up, I'm pretty sure, in Bed-Stuy. Or maybe Harlem. This may be a keeper, though. Hold on. If he's from any of the boroughs in New York, he's from New York City. It's hard to find, but find out where he was born. Yeah, it is hard because there's not a lot of information about Rim Street. He's a New York rapper. He's New York City. Sorry, bro. You don't get it. So it's just eight. You don't get it. I had eight cities as well. Eight cities for me. I had a couple Detroits. You know what was the most surprising one? J. Cole was born in Frankfurt, Germany. What? Do you know that shit? No. He's from Fayetteville, North Carolina, but that dude was born on a military base in Frankfurt, Germany. Wow. Alex's team was from 10 different cities. That motherfucker. All right, so now Alex is at 1,000, and we both tied for second. For 250. All right. All right, let's get to the fucking fourth and penultimate round now of, we have, the, yeah. of the first draft of this rap draft. Baby. Fourth question. Youngest team. Youngest average Ooh. age of your team. Right, now, don't okay. go through them all. No, I'm, what's I'm the a, youngest just, av- What's the average age of your team? 34 years of age. You beat me. Mm. Mine's 38.4. My team is <laughs> you old, got, bro. Oh, you got Eminem, bro. Nas, Jay-Z. Bro, fucking Jay-Z is 51, <laughs> dude. Nas is 47. Bro, Rakim is 53. Yeah, but the rest of your guys are all 21. Yeah. Bunch of youngins, dude. Alex's was 35. So, so you win. Alex got second. I got last on that one. All right. So you got 100, and that's 950. Someone's going to take cheeks on this next one, too. This last, this is round five coming up. Round five. Round five. Most monthly listeners on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Now Combined. I, now, all y'all know, all y'all Wazubials know, in the Wazubial universe, Wazooniverse, okay, I have Apple Music, so I had to have my boy Jake come in, and and and, and, I, and he knew that I needed him for a couple things. I hooked him up. And he hooked me up, so hooked I'm going to trust up. you on this one. What did your total come out to? And who were your big hitters? And who were your surprises? Um, do you, did you do your total? No. It's your total. God damn it. I don't know the total. What, what you just did million. Okay, After so we added him up. Technical difficulties. We added him up real quick. We did a we did a little wazoo magic, and we added up Ryan's monthly listeners on Spotify, and it came out to eighty four million sixty six thousand eight hundred and thirty six. Ooh wee! All right, my team Jake's total. One hundred and fifty million. Boy. One hundred and sixteen thousand nine hundred. Good lord. One hundred and fifty million. Now, Team Alex, 
$174,523,312. And the winner of round five goes to Alex. Second place, Team Jake. Third place, Team Ryan. Add them up. Tell me what we're at here. After the the end of uh, the first five rounds of the Wazoo Rap League. All right. Well, after a unanimous decision, it is Ryan who comes in second place. Start with third. It is Jake who comes in third place, coming in at 1,300 points flat. Okay. Ryan coming in at second with 1,400 points flat. No, 1,450 because I had 1,250 or 1,350. Bitch, I don't know. You were keeping score. I was keeping score. It was 1,350. I just didn't have the 50. Alex with an astounding, (laughs) resounding, trapidocious, snap trapidical, Memphis, Atlanta, Ganistan, Vanguard hitting the man with the banana plan with the Gorilla Glue in hand comes in at 1750 points. Oh. Alex you wins the first round of the rap draft of 2021 and I wish he was here so I could give him a round of applause. Make that ass clap. Here's an honorary high ho for the boy on round one. All right, so Alex Rin wins round one. Okay. Ryan is in second place, and Team Jake is in third place. It was a tough-fought battle, bro. It was. Tough fought. I thought you definitely would have had each round in the bag. I mean, if we were going on merit... <laughs> yes. Yes, but we have the fattest team, <laughs> the youngest team, right. and now my one else. of my questions is going to be: if you put everybody's hair in a in a straight line, <laughs> who has the longest thread of hair? Now I don't know how we're going to measure the that. Fuck? I don't know how I'm we're going to measure Instagram that. Instagram with a magnifying glass. Like <laughs> I'm going to start DMing all these motherfuckers. Hair? Like, can you send me a strain of your hair? Bitch, you got Ruby the Cherry right. with long Ruby, hair. Ruby, bro, I leveled up. Ruby leveled up. All right, let's uh before we get to our ad break, let's listen to a voice message we got from somebody named Scrooge. McDuck. What up, boys? It's your baby Scrooge. All right, look. I'm trying to expand your horizons here, right? I know you you've been hitting the rap records and stuff lately. Kanye's got that new Donda album out or whatever the fuck you say it, but look. Hmm. All right. Next album I want you to review. It's okay. called El Crossover, right? A little Spanish in it. Uh, the band is La Energia Norteña. All right. That's L A E N E R G I A N O R T E N A. I need you to give this a listen and let your boy know how you think. Okay. So did he say what the name of the album was? It's called. Um... Hang on. What did he say? Crossover, right? A little Spanish. The crossover? It's Le El Crossover by La Energia Norteña. Did you find it? Yes. It's it's a Mexicana music, and the album came out in 2018. Why can't I find it? I it's found the artist. because you're trash, and I'm superior because I have Apple Music. Okay. El, this is the uh, This is the album art. El Crossover? Oh, I found it. Okay, we're going to listen to uh, the most popular song here. Just give Scrooge a chance. 
It's called Need You Now. Let's get to. Wait, are they? I like, think they play this in the background at every like, Mexican restaurant. Isn't this like dubbed? Isn't this like an American song? That is English. That is English. Let's talk about the uh, next most popular. And it's the same song. <laughs> now, looking back in rap, and look, especially looking at um, Griselda. They have the same beats. Somebody who doesn't come from a rap background—they don't, dude. They're they like, don't. "This is the same song." Now, do you want like, do you like this better? Or the? You like the dunka dunka, dude? I might bang with the dunka dunka more. This this is like. Um, that sounded like way too accordion and like Oktoberfest. It's kind of. This is Stand By Me. It's kind of funky. This is Stand By Me. Yeah. When the night <laughs> is young. Dude, is this the original? What the fuck? Are they the original artists? No. Who does Stand By Me? It's it's the fucking song. It's um Bill Withers, isn't it? I don't know. You're it's the one on singing lean it. On me when you're not strong. Bro, you put an accordion bro. in a Mexican's hands. Bro, these guys are he's fake. Gonna make bro, magic. they're fake, bro. I'm happy that he gave us the recommendation, but bro, they put taxi driver and then in parentheses they put el taxista. Like they're not. Like they're an English band, but they want to also like. But what? <laughs> you need to relax. Here's their their. That's their number one song, right? El Taxista. I don't know. It doesn't have. A- oh, is it the same song? <laughs> <laughs> well, Scrooge McDuck, you really blew the duck on this one. Um, <laughs> you really blew. You blew your load, really. I I, mean, was- I would enjoy that if I was seven beers deep. In a Corona hay in Cancun, fucking a pig. Now no. in a couple days, revisit this because I might be about it when I'm south of the border. Right, right, right. Now make that two, double in trouble, boil in bubbles. All right, we our babies are going to Cancun, and we're gonna have a lot of stories to tell when we come back next week. Let's take a break for Ned. Which one, Acorn or Anchor? Tell them to bring me my money. But wait, there's more. Hang on to your seat, baby, because this one's a screamer. All right, we're back from the ad break. Had to make that money. Let's talk about Donda, bitch. We got bags. Let's talk about one of the most controversial albums of 2021. Yeah, I I would agree with that statement. I concur. Fucking Donda has been in the ether for months now. I don't know when it really started to be um, put on blast on social media, but boy, does this motherfucker Kanye know how to string along and have people talk about an album that has not even been released yet. Let's talk about an album that for weeks you were saying, 
this album was teased and teased again. Months. Multiple listening parties in multiple cities across the country. Kanye West lit himself on fire. He got remarried to Kim Kardashian. He dressed up like a fucking pincushion. He slept in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. This man put his all into making this album just to have it released without his permission. Mm. Universal Music Group drops Donda on Sunday, September 3rd, 5th, Mm? no, August 29th. Right. (laughs) We both got the dates wrong. August. I was a week forward. August 29th. And it's a surprise drop. It's on a Sunday. Now, albums, if you're not in the Wazoo universe, albums come out what day, Ryan? Friday. Always on Friday. Because the Billboard cycle is Friday to Friday. And if you want to be number one that week, you need to drop on Friday because you need those extra days to get your shit together Mm -hmm. and get them streams in. Donda drops at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, right as the preacher licks his lips and starts delivering the first sermon of the day. Mm -hmm. We get internet blows up. All of a sudden, Donda drop, Donda drop, Donda drop. People are listening all, I mean, it's an hour and 48 minute album and within 12 minutes people were already calling it trash (laughs) it took people no time at all to get real comfy with this album right calling it trash calling it amazing his best work his worst work absolute shit shouldn't have released it and mind you it got released clean yeah no cursing cursing's in the album but it's cut so it's a censored version of his album he but he does mention throat goats he does. He does. And on the original release, there were blocked songs. Songs that were not released yet. We touched on it last week a little bit about the DaBaby song. Mm-hmm. Jail Part 2. So, after all of that, we have had basically just over uh, two weeks now. Two weeks? A week and a half. week and a half. To listen to this album. Mm-hmm. Really listen to it, and I really listened to it. I, I I must have gone through this bitch. I mean, it's an hour and forty eight minutes, and I must have gone through this bitch three or four times. I gave it a solid two playthroughs. Good enough. I don't consider now. This album is twenty seven songs long. Mm-hmm. The last four songs are all part twos. They're just the same instrumental and Kanye verse from a previous song on the album with a new feature. Mm-hmm. part two that's where the baby thing came in because that jail part one had jay-z right part two had baby. there was a chart there was a marilyn manson feature mm. that was pretty contra- controversial so i mean it's kanye west right. you know and uh i gotta say dude after listening to this album and really being skeptical and really trying to hone in on what i like about it what i don't like about it I think it's good. Think it's good? It's good. It's a good album. There are great songs and there are okay songs. But if I say anything about this album, it'll be that this album has more heart and feeling to it 
it is more unique than any album I've heard, at least in 2021, but probably since Deontay Hitchcock dropped better. Really? I think it's the most unique, soulful album since Deontay Hitchcock dropped better. Wow. Deluxe. Mm. And I'll tell you why. This album is all about God. Our Lord Jesus in the sky. He's a wazoopial. Word up. He's up there looking down and Kanye's down here looking up. And they're connecting on a new level. Mm-hmm. Something happened to Kanye. And now he's a he's real religious. So this is so this is coming off of his most recent train wreck called Yay, right. which was not a good album. And before that, Jesus, Jesus is King. King. Or maybe they're switched. But either way, two projects that nobody really liked. For some reason, this one hit people different. And I wonder if it was because of the listening parties or not, but or the leaks or whatever was going on. But um, all that being said, you know, this is probably the most fire gospel album of all time. There's no curse words. It's all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Kanye has displayed that he's a cult leader right. and he can make even the most gangster rapper rap about Jesus. Okay. For example, West Side Gun mm-hmm. kept it clean, baby. He did keep it clean. Lil Dirt. Kept it clean. He had Young Thug didn't rap once about skeeting on a on a fucking curtain. I don't know if I like that. On busting a nut. I don't know if I like that. He had them all in their feelings, bro. Like everybody on a Kanye album felt like God was listening, kind of, mm-hmm. and they had to be on their best behavior. Right. And let me tell you, they were, because this album is made by the features. Mm-hmm. Kanye has back and forth performances. Some strong, some weak. The features don't miss. They don't miss. Mm-hmm. And some of the features we got: Playboy Cardi, Jay Z, The Weekend, Fabio Foreign, The Weekend, Little Baby, Da Baby. We have Da Baby. Man, didn't really care for Da Baby. Didn't care for Marilyn Manson. We have Baby Keem, mm. Travis Scott, mm. Don Tolliver, mm. Kid Cudi. Mm. I mean, this man brought together the infinity gauntlet of rappers and every single one of them put on, put on little Dirk Vori put on dude. I mean, probably the best performance of all of them that I've heard all year in all their verses. Well, I think that's the only performance Travis has released all year anyway. <laughs> and I'm okay with it, baby. So well, let me talk so about my favorite songs and then you can talk I was about just gonna say, your you opinions. Let me know what your favorite songs are. It's a list, bro. It's there's it's not one and it's not two. Okay. Um, out of the 27 songs, bro, absolute favorite song, possibly hottest song of the last decade. Can I try and guess it? Off the grid, bro. Okay. Off the grid blew me away. That will be in my playlist forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Ever. <laughs> Next hottest song. Hurricane. Okay. The weekend, little baby. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Beautiful. Mm. Little chef's kiss. Right. Next favorite. Praise God. Baby Keem. Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Both of them killed their verses. Last favorite. I'd say my fourth favorite. 
It's a tie between Keep My Spirit Alive and Moon. Keep My Spirit Alive with West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, mm -hmm. and Moon with Kid Cudi and Don Tolliver. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking bang. Bro, this album, while it's controversial and you can say what you want about it, this this is like good-ass music, dude. Okay. What do you got to say? Because I can tell you're waiting. Well. I did a lot of talking right there. So, yes. Kanye West is known for being very, very uh, um, opposite when it comes to keeping things consistent, right? Um, and I remember talking to you about this album in the beginning and telling you, I thought it was trash. You did. You sat in my own house. Right. With your shoes on. I, well, yes. My shoes were on. And I'll say, I think I left my thinking cap at the house. Uh-oh. Because... Because <laughs> I played music. I don't think... Yeah, because you know what? When I listen to this, I don't really think I listened to the full thing. Like, I kind of got uninterested after like 30 45 seconds of each song and just kind of skipped it and i was like well there's not really much else to this and then you showed me those couple songs and i was like wow you know this is actually really well put together so let me let me let me go through this album once more and then to really sit on it i'll go through it again because we had time to review it um i still think that this album needs a lot of work i think um, I do have a lot of favorite songs, and I'll tell you them after this, but I feel like they're just because everybody's talking about God, it didn't feel like a gospel album. I feel like there was a lot of things that were just like kind of jumbled together, and some of the choruses didn't really make sense. And it just like, you know, when I listen to Spilligion with uh, Earth Gang, I felt like this was like almost a gospel album. Sure. And they did, and they kept the theme. Kanye also kept his theme, but it, to me, didn't really feel as though he uh, expanded on that as much as he could have. Because he, he is a genius in his own right. And he has a lot of knowledge about how to um, change the type of energy that you're listening to. Um, so, like, in the beginning, the first Donda Chant song, right? Donda Chant. That was supposed to be mimicking his mother's last heartbeats. Donda. Donda. It's Donda. supposed to be... The heartbeat of his mother before she passed away, which is which is very symbolic. But nobody really would have thought of that if it was just that. And I don't really know how that got even spread because I heard about it from Instagram, and I sort of wondered like, how the fuck did anybody know that? I thought it was just some like weird thing that he was doing. Right, but there, but it's not just something. There's always some underlying meaning of what he's doing. Right, and right? I realize that now. I don't like you said. I don't know if it's 100 percent true. It's like secondhand knowledge I was right blind. now. But you know, I wish he would have done something more with that. You know, because this is not just about God, but it's about his mother, and it's about his life. He should have rapped over that. He should have. 
over the Donda. I feel like Donda, it would have been kind of hot, you know? Donda. Like, that's what artists do. They Donda. push the limits. Now, but overall, I did think that this album was way better than I originally thought. Um, and it deserves the credit it's due. And it's a shame that it was it was dropped prematurely because who knows how many views it would have had if it was dropped at the right day. I mean, it still broke streaming records for first day, because, first week release. Because it's been talked about for fucking ever, all yeah. year. And it's Kanye, and, dude. And, like, people... And People he resonate. was right when you told me about like, you know, you drop an album and then people forget after a month or so. And, and, you know, who cares about it then? You know, we got the new album dropping. Right. And I and I completely agree with that. You know, like we're constantly going from album to album. This motherfucker Kanye did this in a way where people continue to talk about this album and it hasn't even been dropped yet. True. And and I think that is is very clever. Um, so my favorite songs were obviously the, the first two that you showed me that were like pretty, probably the most banger off this album, uh, off the grid and hurricane. Those two. Yes. I think those two are probably the best. Songs. Can we just play a snippet? Let's of play off the, grid. Um, off the grid. Cause there's multiple parts of this song that are brilliant. And yeah. like, First off, the beat is immaculate. Like, this is the hardest beat I've heard, like I said, in centuries. I'm off the grid. Kanye, I think, kills this hook. Now, when Playboy Cardi comes in, mm. it's harder than the whole, whole lot of Red Album, I think. He's an artist that just completely boggles my mind. Like, his whole lot of red was a whole lot of trash. And whole lot of red. And this verse here was just something to behold. We, we should have talked about it more, but we should not be judging Playboy Cardi on the same playing field as we judge these other rappers because he's not trying to be them. Mm-hmm. He's Playboy Cardi, and there ain't nobody like him. He's using his voice as an instrument. He's not trying to sound lyrically intelligent. Right. He's trying to feed the energy of the beat mm-hmm. with his own energy. And I think he's one of the best at it ever. And this song is a good example of it. When he jumps in on this. He sounds like a baby, bro. Play baby, Cardi. Let him drop in here. Again, like, the dude just rides the wave of the song. Mm -hmm. Like Suicide Boys. Mm -hmm. The song plays, they hit the peaks and the valleys, and they take you on a journey. Right. I don't know what the fuck Ruby DeCherry's saying half of the time, but But fuck me do I go on a traveling with him. Now... Now there, I mean, his his verse does go kind of hard. I like his cadence, but I don't really like what he's saying. There's nothing. I don't give a fuck what he's saying. You're right. <laughs> I, I couldn't give less of a shit what he says. Now, the best part of this song to me is after Cardi's verse, mm-hmm. the beat stays the same but switches. And isn't it five of you? To a drill beat. And the, the way it switches is 
it hits that hi hat. Yeah. And it turns into something I that love it. That and then, dude, and then the bass starts getting real wobbly, mm-hmm. like New York drill. And it's one of the best moments I've ever heard. Bro, and dude, and then Fabio Foreign could not have gone harder. I mean, he raps for maybe two minutes straight. Yeah. Just heaters mm-hmm. and then kanye comes in he does his bar and it's okay i think that kanye is pretty good in this song he shows us that he can rap again um but i had to talk about off the grid the most in depth because yeah. i again like that song is gonna live forever in my playlist bro mm-hmm. forever keep going what were your favorite songs um you so said hurricane off the grid it was hurricane um i really liked praise god because of travis scott you know it's so good to hear him back in the game you know i'm Uh, just i'm hyped for utopia mm -hmm. and um the other couples that i had were jonah Mm -hmm. junya remote control and moon those are the songs i saved off this album now uh jonah like the beat i these are all beats that i enjoy like you know i i i knew that you know I wasn't really going to be a fan of a lot of the lyrics, but I appreciate some of the features on here. Um, but the beats is just what, you know, saved me from giving this album like a, a total trash. Let album. me ask you, and I know it's between three. Mm-hmm. What's the most beautiful song on the album? I Hurricane, think, Jonah, or Moon? I think Let's Hurricane. Give a little snippet of each. I think Hurricane. Just because the weekend has such a beautiful. See this in 3D. All lights out for me. Now, just as a side note here, let me pull something. You know what Jonah sounds like. Jonah's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Jonah sounds like this. One attribute I like about this album is how vulnerable Kanye makes himself on it. You know, like That's this, a good this point, is dude. Uh, this is very raw um, when it comes to opening up and like just giving everything he's got into it and not really caring what the reviews are. I hope that with his like mental condition, he doesn't take the bad reviews badly. Mm-hmm. I hope he takes a criticism and like continues to work on it. But um, I think, you know, you can, you can tell with this album that he is just open and he is like you said, he is on a completely different wavelength of trying to steer rap into a different direction and not because he is, you know, trying to just change it. He's just experimenting. And that's, and that's the kind of thing that I like because that's what artists do. You know, they push the limits until they reach the wall and then they look beyond the wall and say, okay, now how far can I go? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think Hurricane is probably the most, like, evangelical song on it. Just be, the weekend, bro. He's just got the voice. So listen to the weekend's part. Did you ever watch Bo Burnham's most recent stand-up special called Inside? I don't think so. On Netflix. So over the pandemic, Bo Burnham 
made and produced and edited his whole own special from inside of his house. Mm. And it's amazing. Really? Like, you'd love it. I love Bo. He's He's been around for so long that people he don't has. realize that. His shit is like Kanye. Yeah. It's like the Kanye of comedy. Like, yeah. he's evolving. the. He does musical comedy, if right. you don't know, if you're listening to the show. And he makes parodies of songs and songs that are pretty fucking good about real life shit right. and why it's funny. Mm-hmm. But it makes you think, and that's why it's like the next level because it's la- you're laughing, but then he's making you ask, why am I laughing? Right. He made a song on the Inside Special that just came out. Watch it if you haven't. Takes like an hour. Is it on Netflix, you said? Yeah. Okay. It's called All Eyes on Me. Mm. And as soon as I heard this uh, weekend bit, I thought immediately of this Bo Burnham thing, and it sounds so similar. Um, listen to this again. See this in 3D All lights out for me All lights out for me Now listen to Bo Burnham's Inside. It's called All Eyes Open. Get your fucking hands up Get on out of your seats All eyes on me All eyes on me Get your fucking hands up Get on out of your seats Similar? Similar. Very ethereal. It's so good. I want to watch that whole special. Very like um, atmospherical. I want to watch that whole special now. Should we rate this album? Let's rate it because I don't know if there's much more else to say about Domed. So I guess I will go and you should go. Yeah, you go. Okay. So I know what I want to give it an overall. I just have to figure out how to get there. It's going to be pretty consistent across the board because the album is quality. Like the lyrics and the production, I think, match quality wise Mm -hmm. with production being slightly higher. So if I have to be real about this, I think this album is a strong to strong seven to week eight, mid eight, maybe. So I'm going to go overall first as an 8.4 for Donda. Okay. And that's mostly because there are gems in this album, but there is an issue with the flow of the album. Mm. There's an issue with some of the songs not completely being unnecessary. And also some of the songs being much weaker than others. For example, the Pop Smoke song, I thought was, it just didn't even need to be in the album. Whatever his purpose was for that. So lyrically, I'm going to go somewhere around there. I'm going to say lyrically, it's all Jesus shit. But it is really spiritual and, ex- and like creative and exploratory of yourself and your mm-hmm. inner self and what it means to be a person and family and all that shit, which is all good stuff. And I know we always bitch about gang violence and right. shooting each other. <laughs> so it's a good, refreshing change from that, mm-hmm. albeit it's a little bit over the line. So I'm going to go like seven and a half on the lyrics and uh, production. I thought the production was higher because it's Kanye it's experimental but it's also basic and simple but in a way that is powerful because Kanye knows how to make the sounds like you said he knows how to drive you which way he wants and he knows how to mold that sound to change your emotion how you feel about it so I'm going to go probably eight eight six on the production okay and the overall like I said eight four what do you think production off the bat, I'm giving it an 8.5. I think he 
really has not even just pushed himself, but pushed his features on this album to rap on these songs. And just to come out with something so unique in a way that no one has really done something like that before, I think is very cool. Um, the the songs, obviously, you know, they have large organs, you know, they have all the right stuff. I still don't think it had that church vibe, mm. you know. I don't know if that was strictly what he was going for, but I think, um, you know, even the voices are counting, I'm going to say, for production because you have a lot of people who just can sing the right song on that beat. So I'm going to rate the uh, production 8-5. Lyrics, I'm going to rate it probably a 6. Um, and because I just think, like you said, there was some songs in there that were kind of unnecessary. Um, a lot of, a lot of it was really good, but there is a lot of just filler and there still were some skippables on this song, you know, and I had to listen to it twice from like a different day just to get like a new view of it. But I really didn't have a change of heart on it. So I'm rating it the six. Overall, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think um, just overall it's it's better than what I make it out to be. And I think that he has come a long way with his health and, and the things that he's going through. Um, but the, the, the number one thing I'm taking away from this is the fact that like he just is so vulnerable, and I think that this was like a hundred percent Kanye. So for I'm sure, rate it higher than what I would normally do it, only because I think that's what it deserves. I don't want to rate it for Alex, but he was saying he thought he, it was trash. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he was I, saying he really thought I, it was yeah. trash, and I, and I think Nick uh, thought it was trash too. Which, well. You know, when you listen to Lenny Kravitz and fucking <laughs> yeah, Florida Georgia up, Line, that Lenny Kravitz song that we played a couple episodes ago, yeah, it was hot. That was fire. Of bro. course, Lenny Kravitz is a classic. I'm not knocking him for it. I, it was a. I thought was he was country. Joke. I didn't know he was rock. No, dude, Lenny Kravitz. He's dude, like a black. But, but why do you have Jew a guitarist name, guy? Though? Does he though? Kravitz is like a Jew name. Lenny Kravitz, bro. Lenny Kravitz. Leonard. That's a Kravitz, name, bro. That it is does a sound country. Kenny Bill Bill Rogers, song. Chris Stapleton, Lenny right. Kravitz, Sam Smith. Oh. Sam Smith is like a gay. Yeah, but uh, he, like might Hollywood well, he might as well be country because I hate his shit too. Who's who would win in a in a? Never mind. Um, Alex said this album was trash, so, so I don't want to rate it for him. But the board for him. <laughs> uh, here's what I think comes next for Donda. We're gonna get a re-release with the with the explicit version. Part threes. We're not going to have part threes, but I do think there's going to be extra verses and extra tracks in there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be new mixes. Yeah. Songs are going to sound different. Yeah. And we're going to get new cover art. Because well, that's one thing he was promoting was the fact that he changed pretty much the entire album. Right. A few times. And he did that with all of his albums. Yeah. Back The big thing was back when he released The Life of Pablo, mm-hmm. the song Wolves with him and Vic Mensa. Right. He spent like years 
fixing, you know, quote unquote, right. the song Wolves right. and taking it off the album, putting it back and on, I, taking it I, off, putting it back. I understand that because like as an artist myself, I look back a few years and look at drawings and paintings, whatever, of things I've done. And I'm like, I could do, I could do that, but better now. Oh, because so, you because you did it right. You did it already. Right, I did it. And but do you take a pencil and sit down and start erasing and redrawing? No, I don't erase it. I just what I do is I look at it, I get the idea of what I'm drawing, and then I just try and draw it again, 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 new on a different piece of paper, like brand new. Right. You don't go back and change the original. Right. You don't start erasing. You don't start filling in or darkening. It it is what it is. You right. you decided it was done. Right. It's done now. And there's a part of you that knows it's done and, and you shouldn't touch it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he should touch it. I think that some of the songs could use some different mixing. Mm-hmm. Some verses probably that got taken out. There's a lot of issues around verses that got taken out. Apparently Soldier Boy got cut off the album. Push a T at that. Push a T got cut off the mm-hmm. album. Push it and Kanye go way back. So there's some shit coming. I don't think that this is the last you hear of Donda. And I think it's gonna get re released to another explosive day mm-hmm. break all the records again and uh it's just gonna count as a big ass fat w for kanye west yeah and uh all right and that was donda and that was fucking donda ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening this has been uh out the wazoo you know where to find us tell them where to find us instagram reddit Instagram's handle is Wazoo Out the Wazoo Podcast. No, it's just Wazoo Podcast. Oh, it's Wazoo Podcast. Y'all always be getting that wrong. <laughs> Wazoo Podcast. W-A-Z-O-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Give us a like. Follow our page. We post memes. Comment on our shit. Go on the Apple Podcast app. Review the podcast. Give it a fucking one out of five star rating. Just do something. Make an anchor account and leave us a voice message. Mm. Like our boy Scrooge McDuck and Bubba and Cletus. Ali Tamale. Ali Tamale. We got a plethora of content for you. So much good music has come out and is planned to come out. It's only September, bitches. And uh, this shit, this train is just going to keep rolling. And I think this marks one complete year of Out the Wazoo reviewing rap albums. We're getting close. Uh, by the end of this year, we'll have a pretty damn good episode on on our album of the year, based on all the ratings we gave I out. I think we reviewed Spilligion in October, and that was when we first started to review albums. We're coming up on it. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week for episode 123, bitches. We'll be back from Cancun. <laughs>